Hola amigos, you are listening to English Made Simple. This is episode number 72, número 72. Good day amigos, welcome to another episode of English Made Simple. My name is Milena from EnglishMadeSimple.net, EnglishMadeSimple.net. Hope you're having an awesome weekend. Uh, what were you up to this weekend? What did you do on the weekend, basically? I went to a Russian restaurant on Saturday. I ate Russian food and I danced uh, to some Russian music. My friend from Russia was celebrating her birthday, so I went there with my Chilean husband who didn't understand a word of Russian. It was awesome. I speak a little bit. So having said this now, instead of saying hello to you, I should have just said Zdrastvite. That's Hello in Russian, Zdrastvite. Anyway, enough of chit-chat. Let's get straight into it. So, as promised in my last episode, number 70, I would like to explain the difference between lie and lay. And I will use today's episode to explain the difference between these two verbs. Funnily enough, even the native speakers get confused when using these two verbs. Also, I'd like to thank Juan Pablo, who asked uh, this question in my Facebook group about an English expression, what lies within. Uh, and this uh, actually prompted me to prepare for this episode, uh, to prepare an episode about the difference between lie and lay. Because to lie doesn't just mean to tell lies or to be dishonest. It means something else as well. So today's episode will be a little bit exhilarating. So grab a cup of coffee. I recommend two shots of espresso and make it a strong coffee because there will be a lot of information for you to take in in today's episode. So are we ready to start, amigos? I hope so. Let's begin. There are two meanings when it comes to the verb to lie. It's spelled L-I-E. To lie. If you look it up in the dictionary, you will see two meanings. One means uh, to lie, to be dishonest, or in Spanish, mentir. And the second meaning is to assume a horizontal position. For example, you can lie down on your bed and rest. To lie is to rest or descansar in Spanish. First of all, let me explain what the verb to lie means. To tell lies is to intentionally give false information, to be dishonest and deceitful, to falsify information. In Spanish, it's simply mentir. To lie, in this case, is a regular verb. The past tense is lied and participle is lied as well. So, for example, you've lied to me. Me mentiste. You've lied to me. And uh, for the purposes uh, of today's episode, I will focus on the second definition of lie, which was to rest. Uh, in Spanish, it would be descansar or recostarse. To lie. Let's keep it simple for now, shall we? This is an uh, irregular verb. The past tense is lay and participle is lane. The simple past tense is lay, L-A-Y. Right, remember that, guys. 
Now, I am going to use an example with the verb lie. When I go to bed to sleep, I find it easier to fall asleep when I lie on my back. But for some people, they like to lie on their side or on their belly or stomach or to help them fall asleep. I like to lie on my back. Back as in espalda in Spanish. In this case, I'm using lie to assume horizontal position. To lie down. Awesome. Have another sip of that coffee. We are entering the world of phrasal verbs. Lying down is a phrasal verb. To lie down, more specifically, to lie down. To lie down is simply to rest. Descansar in Spanish. For example, I'm going to lie down on the couch and watch some Spanish telenovela. I'm going to lie down on the couch, on the sofa, and watch some Spanish telenovela to lie down. In this episode, I want to teach you the phrasal verbs that I hear native speakers use. Uh, and also, I want to teach you the ones I tend to use often as well. So, the next phrasal verb that is common to hear is to lie around. To lie around means flojear in Spanish or procrastinar. And in English to procrastinate or to be lazy, to lie around. According to Weon Inteligente or the online dictionary, it means to be lazy and unproductive. Uh, Sundays, for example, are great for this. For example, Sunday is just great for lying around and doing nothing. Every Sunday, I would lie around the house. Cool bananas, easy peasy lemon squeezy. The next phrasal verb is to lie ahead. To lie ahead. If something lies ahead, especially something that is unpleasant or difficult, it is going to happen sometime in the future and you will have to deal with it at some point in the future. For example, we just have to be ready for whatever problems lie ahead. We have to anticipate and be prepared for the future as we never know when we could encounter problems in the near future. Normally, there are some problems that lie ahead. We just don't see them yet. It can happen when you're working on a project or making travel plans or making any type of plans uh, for the future. There could be some problems that lie ahead. We just have to be prepared. In Spanish, it would be Tenemos que estar listos para lo que venga o para lo que nos espera, para lo que está por venir, uh, para lo que nos depara el futuro. To lie ahead. Wow, that was very profound. That was very deep for today's topic. I sound like a philosopher. The future lies ahead. <laughs> All right, don't worry, guys. We are moving on to something a bit simpler. The next phrasal verb is to lie awake. To lie awake. In Spanish, it would be desvelarse. And to explain in English, basically, this means you lie in bed with your eyes opened, unable to sleep. To be awake, with your eyes opened. Let's uh, use this example in the past tense. The past tense of lie is lay, L-A-Y. 
I lay awake yesterday thinking of you. And in the present tense it would be I miss you and sometimes I lie awake at night thinking of you. Right? Are you with me so far? Awesome. And finally, the last phrasal verb I want you to learn is to lie in. What this means is basically to sleep in, to stay in bed late. Again, Sundays, I'm going to use Sundays as an uh, example again. Sundays are awesome for sleeping in. For example, I lay in this morning because I was out celebrating my friend's birthday. Another example could be the newlyweds, a couple that just got married, they're called newlyweds. Well, normally they love to lie in on Sunday mornings, just stay in bed late and cuddle because they are in love. How are we doing so far, amigos? Are you following me so far? Easy peasy Japanesey? And now I would like to move on to the next verb. To lay. L-A-Y. To lay. According to Weon Inteligente or according to Dictionary Online, to lay means to put something, an object, to put something into a certain place. It usually involves an object, whereas lie, L-I-E, doesn't normally involve an object. That is the big difference between these two verbs, lie and lay. Lay always involves an object. So going back to lay, L-A-Y, the past tense is laid and participle is laid. So both of these verbs are irregular. Lay can also mean to position or to prepare something for action. For example, the new government of Trump, Donald Trump, will need to lay the foundations for a new healthcare plan. Okay? To lay foundations. The best example of lay is to lay a book on the table. To lay a book on the table. In this sentence, book is the object. El libro. Book is the object. John laid the book on the table. John put the book on the table. Okay? John laid the book on the table. When John laid the book on the table, we assume he put it in the horizontal position. To lay. That's a simple definition of lay. Simple so far? <laughs> And now, phrasal verbs, guys. Yay! The first phrasal verb using the verb lay <laughs> or lay. <laughs> L-A-Y. L-A-Y is lay down. To lay down something means to clearly state rules and guidelines. To state something important. In Spanish, it would be imponer. Or in English, to impose rules or guidelines uh, for my non-Spanish speakers. For example, my boss, el jefe, my boss laid down new guidelines at work today. Guidelines, uh, one word, uh, means rules or reglas in Spanish um, or una guía de trabajo, guidelines. 
the most common expression you will hear either in the movies or among native speakers uh, would be something like to lay down the law to lay down the law for example my boss was laying down the law at work today he was laying down the ground rules my boss was laying down the law at work today he was laying down the guidelines at work the rules to lay down something also means to stop using something in spanish it could be dejar de lado or parar de hacer algo for example after recording today's episode i'm going to lay down the microphone i'm going to put the microphone down i'm going to lay down the microphone cool moving right along to the next phrasal verb lay off two words lay off l a y the second word o f f lay off despedir del trabajo to lay someone off is to stop employing someone or what i hear most often is to let someone go this is normally the case when the company doesn't have enough money to pay their employees so they have to let them go to lay them off in australia and new zealand we use a term called redundancy when the company is unable to pay their employees they have to make the employees redundant when someone is laid off or made redundant the situation is usually out of employees control it's not employees fault that they are being laid off while we are on this topic there is a difference between to fire and to lay off when a person is fired it is because they did something wrong they could be fired if they stole money or mishandled company's confidential information so in this case a person is fired but let's go back to lay off for example i'm going to use my personal example i was laid off from my job last year because the company was going through a restructure True story, I got made redundant last year. I got laid off last year. Okay, another example for um for this layoff uh, could be to stop doing something. My husband thinks I need to lay off Nutella and wine. I've been eating too much Nutella. He said, "Milena, you should lay off Nutella. You really need to lay off it." Uh, in Spanish, that would be dar de baja or parar de comer la Nutella in this case. And I'm like, whatever. And the last phrasal verb using the verb to lay is lay over. Hacer escalas cuando viajas en un avión, por ejemplo. Lay over. To lay over means to make a stop in the middle of the journey usually at an airport during a flight for example my trip laid over in Auckland New Zealand on my way to Santiago last year my trip laid over in Auckland New Zealand on my way to Santiago last year a layover can be a noun as well it's spelled as one word layover l a y o v e r layover which is basically the stop in between a journey 
or in Spanish escalas. In my previous example, I could say I had a layover in Auckland. Both uh, the phrasal verb and a noun are widely used in these situations and you can use either of them when you're speaking with native speakers. And uh, in New Zealand and Australia, we say stopover. We use a stopover instead of layover. Most of the time, we say a stopover. And uh, there we go, amigos. Uh, is this clear as mud? Tan claro como el barro? Clear as mud. Excellent. I am glad to hear that. If you need to, listen to this episode again and Think of some more examples for yourselves that will help you remember lie and lay, okay? I can recommend a simple strategy to help you remember when to use lay or lie. If you're a fan of Bon Jovi, you will have heard of their famous song called Lay Your Hands On Me. How does it go? Something like, lay your hands on me. Stop singing, Milena. Stop singing. Lay your hands on me, which means put or place your hands on me. I'm sure there are lots of uh, Bon Jovi fans listening to this episode. Remember, we use lay together with an object. Your hands are object in this case. Lay your hands on me. Another example using the verb lay is a chicken lays eggs. A hen lays eggs. Uh, la gallina pone huevos. A hen is a female chicken, if you will. A hen lays eggs. Normally, animals of a feather variety, or let's call them birds, they lay eggs. They don't give birth. Human beings give birth to babies. But birds lay eggs to little chicks. And to lie Okay, to lie is simply to rest, L-I-E, to rest. You could be lying down on the couch at home listening to this episode, listening to this podcast, or you could be sitting on the train on the way to work. You could be lying down on the sofa or you could be sitting on the train. Okay, now we can differentiate between lay and lie. I hope these examples... Uh, will help you remember the difference between lie and lay. Awesome. Thank you for joining me, amigos. If you have enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends. Help a friend out. Sharing is caring. Don't be selfish. You've been an awesome audience. Until next time. Hasta la próxima.